0: Welcome to the j Podcast, where inspiring speakers share their Jewish dream, observation, or vision. I'm Shoshana Boyd-Gelfand, founder of j and our guest today is Sir Trevor Pears. Sir Trevor is a philanthropist and committed social activist. He's executive chair of Pears Foundation, which he set up together with his brothers, Mark and David, to fund organizations and projects in the UK and all over the world. Paris Foundation is now one of the largest family foundations in the UK, with a broad focus that ranges from youth social action in the UK to Holocaust education and special educational needs. In this inspirational talk, Sir Trevor explores the Jewish values that underpin his philanthropy and the work of Paris Foundation. He talks about his own journey and the importance of social activism as an expression of Jewish identity.
1: 25 years ago, I was at a Hebrew University dinner. The guest speaker was Vidal Sassoon. During his speech, he remarked that the problem with the Jews is that they allow themselves to be defined by others that observation resonated with me, but I couldn't express why. I took his statement as a personal challenge. I've always been interested in identity and how it's formed. I also felt that identity was not a passive thing, just given to you at birth, but that for identity to have meaning, it had to be lived. So it wasn't enough for me to simply say that I am Jewish. I wanted to be able to express what it meant to be Jewish. 2000 years ago, Rabbi Hillel authored the famous identity axiom. If I'm not for myself, who will be for me? If I'm only for myself, what am I? And if not now, when? Clearly, searching for identity and meaning isn't something new. Hillel's axiom helped me to understand that sometimes it isn't about finding the right answers, but the right questions. Over the years, I've asked a lot of identity questions to a multiple of rabbis and lay leaders from across the Jewish world. I would ask, why be Jewish? Often, rather than deep engagement with this question, I'd be asked a question in return, which is pretty Jewish. What do you mean, why be Jewish? I was born a Jew, or simply, I am Jewish. So I'd phrase the question slightly differently and ask what they felt the purpose of being Jewish was. From rabbis, I found the most popular answer to Jewish purpose was to keep halacha, the laws. Having heard this answer on several occasions, I developed a supplemental question. Is the purpose of being Jewish to keep halakha, or do we keep halakha for a purpose? Only the latter made sense to me. From lay leaders, the most popular answer I got regarding Jewish purpose was a somewhat ironic one, to ensure that we don't give Hitler a posthumous victory. I could hear the echo of Vidal Sassoon's warning not to be defined by others, let alone by your enemies. I would argue that defining oneself by referencing Hitler meant that this was precisely what you were doing. Such a negative self-definition made absolutely no sense to me. As I said, I feel that identity has to be lived and of course life isn't static. So I see being Jewish as a journey rather than destination, and that you are what you do. Or to misquote Forrest Gump, Jewish is as Jewish does. Over the past 20 years, I've explored a lot of Jewish text and again found that all of this is not new thinking, apart perhaps from the Forrest Gump reference. Going back again 2000 years to the ethics of the fathers, Rabbi Hanina Bendoza said that if a person's good deeds exceeded their wisdom, their wisdom will endure. But If their wisdom exceeded their good deeds, their wisdom would not endure. And a somewhat more up-to-date Jewish exemplar of this would be Rabbi Abraham Joshua Herschel. Rabbi Herschel marched with Martin Luther King and the civil rights movement was at Selma in 1965. When asked why he marched with and for this movement, his answer was a simple one. I felt that I was praying with my feet. Rabbi Herschel's wisdom, like Hanina Bendoza's, has endured. So, like many others before me, I believe that we are a people who are at our best we are praying with our feet. But if doers is who we are, what exactly should we be doing? Rabbi Akiva's answer was to love the neighbor. Now there's a doing challenge for us all. Isaiah's answer was to be a light unto the nations. Now I've been told that exciting is not a word that comes up frequently when describing being Jewish. But how can it not be exciting to be a part of a people with such a calling and mission? Now, On my journey, I've become acutely aware of how much debate and division surrounds definitions of Jewish identity and how phrases like, for example, particular and universal can sometimes be used in unhelpful ways. And I know that for some, I'm very quickly compartmentalized as a universal Jew. And this makes me smile, as I feel, if anything, I spend far too much time focused on the particular. This particular universal Jewish descriptor or dilemma comes up pretty often in my world, usually in the form of being asked, so tell me, Trevor, what percentage of your family foundation's expenditure goes to Jewish causes? My answer is always a very candid one, every penny. I usually get a quizzical look, followed by a supplemental question. You're supporting projects all over the UK and in places like Nepal, Ghana, and Rwanda. My reply is yes, these are all Jewish causes. And I don't consider this to be deliberate wordplay an expression of my universal Jewish credentials or leanings, I consider this definition of Jewish causes to be about as particular as you can get. And I hope very much if Rabbi Akiva was here today that he'd nod in agreement. So much Jewish text and thinking simply screams at us that this, loving the neighbour, welcoming the stranger, pursuing justice, helping the most vulnerable, is fundamental Jewish purpose. However, I would argue that not only does much of the world not fully know or appreciate this, but there seem to be many Jews who are unaware or forgotten our deeply rooted heritage and commitment to social justice and action. Borrowing Rabbi Herschel's words, I also feel that I've been praying with my feet. And my feet have taken me on quite a journey and brought me into contact with many inspirational people. In the field of international development, I've been fortunate to meet a lot of committed people, professionals whose abilities are only matched by their personal dedication to truly making a positive difference to millions of others' lives. In my interaction with them, I don't hide my Jewish identity because it's central to who I am. And My experience has been that often, not the first time, not the second time, but perhaps the third or fourth time that I meet a number of these people, they take me to one side and whisper, oh, by the way, Trevor, I'm Jewish too. Now, it's always inspiring to me to meet someone who is Jewish and doing such fantastic work. However, I feel it's a terrible shame that they seem to be doing this work despite, not because, they are Jews. How fantastic would it be if their answer to why they were so stuck in, so involved, was because they were Jewish. And this is what Jews do. And what about Israel? Israel's commitment and efforts to helping repair the world are also often forgotten. But this amnesia is not shared by all. Some 15 years ago, I visited a hospital in Kumasi, the second largest city in Ghana. On arrival, a tall Ghanaian doctor, white coat blowing in the wind, came out to greet us. He grinned Opened up his arms and bellows, Boketov. <laughs> it transpired that the hospital's accident and emergency unit had received equipment and staff training from Mashav, and Mashav is the international development and cooperation division of the Foreign Ministry of Israel. In her autobiography, Golda Meir singled out the work that Israel did in Africa in the 1950s and onwards as the work she was most proud of when she was serving as foreign minister of Israel. Yet, when I met Chaim Divan, Mashav's then-serving director some 10 years ago, he described his organisation as in a country that that can't keep a secret. Mashav is Israel's best-kept secret. It seems that very few Israelis have heard of Mashav, let alone have any memory of Israel's impressive history of development efforts in Africa. But the Ghanaian doctor and his team in Kumasi remember, and remember with pride. I'm truly delighted to say that in recent years there's been a marked positive change in Jewish awareness, activity and pride in such efforts. The number and scale of new organisations and initiatives with broad social responsibility at their heart have greatly increased. In the UK, for example, the organisation Zedek has grown substantially. And the chief rabbi has launched his groundbreaking Ben Azai programme with study trips to Mumbai and Ghana. And I believe that J-Hub and its wonderful residents and team deserve a mention here too. Internationally, there are also many examples, from American Jewish World Service to Sandara, to the Agahozo Shalom Youth Village in Rwanda. And in Israel, it is perhaps even more exciting. So many new and growing Israeli NGOs. The Gabriel Project, working in Mumbai, Tevel Basedek in Nepal, Nala in Ethiopia, Innovation Africa, Israel Aid, and literally dozens of others. The Israeli Society for International Development now has over 80 organisational members. All of these are in addition to the very long established programmes such as the continuing work of Mashav and the Hebrew University's brilliant master's courses in medicine, agriculture and community development. Today there are thousands of Hebrew University alumni Assisting millions of their countrymen and women around the developing world, Israelis are also starting to lead the way in innovation and technology for developing nations rather than developed ones. Grand challenges Israel, the India-Israel Innovation Bridge, and the plethora of startups like Kahila, SOPI, and Living Box. All of these activities stay true to Maimonides' highest levels of giving, working with and helping others towards self-sufficiency. In other words, rather than giving a hand out, giving a hand up. And Israel could soon be known, not only as the start-up nation, but also the hand-up nation. I hope that I and our family foundation have helped contribute towards these changes. So, 25 years on, do I feel that I've personally risen to Vidal Sassoon's challenge? Am I defining myself? I hope so. Am I living it, praying with my feet? Again, I hope so. For me, being Jewish is a call to action to make the world a better place. And I believe this is our collective calling and always has been. Thank you.
0: Thank you for listening to this j podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it. To watch over 100 other talks on video or to download other podcasts, please visit our website at jdov.com.